Hello, folks. Welcome to season four of our On the Call series produced by the Stars Among Us. I'm Ozzy, and I thank you very much for tuning in to this thank you tour of mine, as each episode is a thank you card to someone who's impacted my life. And on this fifth episode of season four, I'm shining light on Ingrid French. Hello, Ingrid. Hi, Ozzy. Thank you for having me here tonight. Oh, you're welcome. I'm so happy that, you know, you have the time to give because I know you're a very busy person. But I want to introduce my audience to you. Now, audience, Ingrid is a personal manager and owner of Ingrid French Management, which is a talent management company. She represents actors, models for commercial print, television, film, theater, and voiceovers. Some of her clients are Verizon, Gap, Johnson & Johnson, Kraft, Amazon, FedEx, Smirnoff, and on the TV and film, we have Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Orange is the New Black, which I know you guys know, The Blacklist, so it's a long list. Ingrid, you studied journalism from the University of North Carolina, but yes. you ended up, and I know you had a minor in theater, but you ended up being an agent yes. and then a, a talent manager. What was that draw for you? You know, the original draw when I graduated, I wanted to live in New York. That was the first thing. So Why? I, was, I grew up in Charlotte, North Carolina. Mm. Uh, I was born in Atlanta, was from the South. And the city to me was exciting and busy and had this energy that I knew I wanted to be a part of as soon as I could get there. I'd only visited a couple times. The second I first set foot in New York City, I said, this is where I want to live. This is where I want to be. Right. And so that's what drew me was just being in the city. And I thought, once I get to the city, I'll figure out what I'm going to do, which I thought at the time was going to be to work in journalism. And right. while I was looking for jobs in journalism and production and writing, I was interviewing. I ended up answering an ad for an assistant at a talent agency. And I thought, well, I'll do this while I look for my real job. Right. But the first day I worked for that talent agency, I had more fun than I had doing anything in my life. And I thought, if this is work, this is what I want to do because I loved it. <laughs> Get paid for this. This is what I want to do. <laughs> you moved on through the ranks, let's put it that way, and you started your own company in 1999. So yes. Is that love still there after all these years? It is. I find myself on the day-to-day -day getting still really excited about what I do. It gets me up in the morning. I'm excited to do it. I love the people that I work with. Every new project that crosses my desk, I get really excited. I feel like one of the things I loved about that first day working as an assistant was that I never knew what was going to happen. It was sort mm -hmm. of like, you know, and that's still how it is today. I start my day with a list of things that I want to do. The phone rings, emails come in. All of a sudden, these exciting things that I didn't even foresee happening when I got up that morning are happening. And that's what, to me, keeps it exciting every day. You have a great team working around you, I've got to tell you. What drew you to management from being an agent? I really love to work with actors and work with them in everything. And when I was working as an agent, I worked very specifically in, I worked on the commercial and voiceover sides of an agency and then TV, film and theater. And I worked with a very specific set of casting directors for a specific area. And I always found myself in talking to the clients I was working with, wanting to work with them in more than just the area that at that time I was working in. And I felt like I really liked to work with 
a client in every area that they were working in. And mm-hmm. I felt like I wanted to spend a little bit more time with clients. And we, at the agency, there were so many clients, I didn't feel like I could spend the time that I wanted. And so for me, once I decided to manage clients and I took a handful of clients and went into that, it was really about wanting to work closely with a particular client or clients and get to work with them in everything that they were doing. One of the other things in this business, you know, you have the artistic side of the business and you have the business side of the business, which a lot of people, a lot of actors and talent don't recognize or don't like to acknowledge or don't (laughs) practice, you know. At your end, it's a very, very busy day, right? That you have from the beginning to the end. I used to be in the garment industry and I would get into the office at eight o'clock and sometimes I don't leave till 10, 11. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is it like that for you still? It is. And it's, you know, even over the years become more so that no matter what time I start my day, some days I know it's going to be busy. I jump on email as early as I can. And, you know, it's still endlessly busy. And sometimes at night I put my kids to bed. I sit down and usually work a couple more hours just trying to get everything done so that I can kind of be ready for the next day. And then I start early again. And, you know, so many times things come in, sometimes exciting things, sometimes problems to deal with throughout the day that sort of derail the plans that I had for that day. And I find myself a little backlogged with work or there's more to do and things to get done. And so it is, it's kind of, you know, it never ever ends, so to speak, in that there's always more to do. And I think part of it is I love what I do. I love working for the clients I work for, but also I'm somebody that when I'm working on something or doing it, I always want to do it to the best of my ability, do as much as I can, make sure it's done right. And so it's fun to spend the time, but it does take a lot of time. And our industry over the years has changed. It is kind of a 24-7 industry. There used to be a little bit more of a traditional workday. And now, you know, I'll get projects coming in my email 10, 11 at night that I'll start to prep for the next day. So things are always happening and you got to kind of be able to you know, you want to get your client seen for something. Yeah, yeah. you, you want to be on top of all of that. What do you love about working with your talent? Because listen, your talent consists of human beings. And I don't think you work with animals, right? No, just, right. just human. <laughs> and you don't work with children, right? Um, I do. Oh. I do have some children I work with as well. Yes. Okay. So that's a bigger roster. So all human beings with egos and problems and situations, it takes a lot. And as a mother, you know, it takes a lot out of you. So how do you take care of yourself? Because you're taking care of a lot of people, a lot of children in your office and your children when you get home. So what do you do? to take care of yourself? I would say that I'm a nurturer. I love nurturing my children, my clients. I find that really rewarding. And so for me, I do like to take time for myself as well. And there's things that I do and I've learned to carve out time for myself, whether it be to exercise or to do a face mask or spend time just doing things that I find rewarding. But a lot of it comes back to, you know, I'll find myself unwinding at night and I'm watching self-tapes of clients. And I get really excited about the work they're doing. Watching really talented artists is very exciting to me. And that's something that from being little and going to see theater, and I've always found it really exciting to watch artists. So, you know, there's things that I do that are outside of that, but there's parts of my job that, you know, even when I'm unwinding, I find it rewarding and relaxing to to do. So it's it's interesting. And, and even, you know, sitting back watching a television show or watching a film, it's relaxing. It's a time for me, but it's also sometimes watching a client in work that they're doing or researching 
shows and films and projects mm-hmm. that I hope to put clients in. Mm. What are five things that you deem important for your clients to have at the ready before you take them on as clients? Um, I, I think first it would be they have talent, they have ability, they have something that when I see their work, I respond to and think this is somebody that I appreciate what they're doing. I see their talent, their talent speaks to me. So just talent is probably the first thing. Mm-hmm. And then I look at their materials. Do they have a headshot, a resume, video or reel? Do they have a package that they've put together that I can either help them develop further or work with as is. And so I look at kind of what materials I have to use for a client. Then I get to know them and find out more about their personality, how they see themselves, what they want to do, what their goals are, and see if in looking at them and seeing their materials and going through them that I have a similar vision and ideas for what I see for them. And then getting to hear a little bit about what they want to do, strategize with them, see if they are open to taking advice, if they're Mm -hmm. at a place where they've been proactive and and worked hard and are doing things on their own and doing all the things that they can be doing and they're at a place where they're ready for somebody to come on and help them. Or maybe they've been working with somebody and they're ready for a change because their goals have changed or what they want to do has changed. So sort of seeing if there's a a good way for us to, to work together and then finding out if they have that business sense in addition to their talent. You know, do I feel like in talking to them and in hearing about what they do, are they going to be able to do what is now all of the things required to audition? Do they have a self-tape set up? Do they have the ability to send all their video files and edit and label and do everything that we'll need to do to get their materials in front of people. I don't know if that's five, but mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, so it's it's really, you know, appreciating their talent, getting to know them, seeing what they've been able to do on their own and looking for people that have a clear idea of who they are, what they want to do and are making strides to get there. Right. So with that, you know, we're living in different times right now, right? Um, how has COVID affected you or your business positively? or negative? Um, in the beginning of COVID, it was a little bit of a scary time in that production was shut down. It seemed like, how are we going to do this? How am I going to work with artists when there's not things to put them in? But, you know, it, it was interesting how I feel like even then we were able to use that time. There were so many casting directors that began to do generals or ask for self-tapes on people. And so there was sort of a way when even there wasn't this work, people had a little bit of downtime and there was a way to utilize that to get clients scene to reach out to casting directors to connect with them in different ways when it wasn't about a specific project but just here here's a general self-tape just to be able to see this so it was a little bit because it was uncharted territory and a little bit scary and it seemed like the revenue source for at least you know a bit of time was going to be cut off but then it was interesting to see all the ways creatively that people came up with things to do that were gonna ultimately help as things began to come back. And so many of my clients that worked in other areas in theater and film or television, because the one thing that didn't at any point stop was voiceover work. So people that were working in other areas set up home studios. And so they were able to kind of work throughout doing voice work. So some people just shifted in terms of what they did to 
something that even when a lot of other things were shut down was a way to earn money and make revenue during during that time. And I think having the opportunity to do more self-tapes, having the opportunity to do things in a different way. You didn't have to go in the audition room once production started back up again. Everything was virtual or self-tapes. So it was sort of navigating through that new process, but also being able to connect in different ways. And for me, it's allowed me to see You know, I never before got to go really in audition rooms with my clients or very rarely did. And and getting to watch tape all the time now, we had a little bit of that before the pandemic, but now it's it's such an interesting part of it. And I feel like I see so much more of the work on just a regular basis that clients are doing. And so that's been something that's been exciting because I feel like I have even more to share with cast and directors and directors and producers about my clients. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, because before when we upload things or self-submit, those things weren't going to the managers or agents. They were going directly to the producers or casting directors, right? So right. now things go to yeah. you and then they move on to the casting directors, correct? Yeah, that's right. When actors were going into the room, you know, they were auditioning, casting was taping it, casting right. was sending it off to producers. We couldn't really see it. And so it, it is, it's, that's been exciting. And I also found the pandemic because people had downtime everybody was connected in new and different ways. And it was sort of a pause or a reset for a lot of people. And, you know, you sort of came back to, why am I doing this? What, mm-hmm. you know, and, and there was time to think and it wasn't the same just, you know, manic pace that I think we all got used to. Mm-hmm. And there was a slow build as things began to open back up again. And I think so many people that I talked to on the casting side, to my actor clients, was just an appreciation for what we do. Whereas sometimes when things are really busy, you feel a little burnout or you feel a little like I'm stretching myself so thin. Mm -hmm. And then you have this pause as things begin to come back and work begins to come back and production opens, you find yourself so grateful for every opportunity again. Right. Which was nice. Is there anything that you've learned, particularly about yourself, particularly within the last two years because of COVID and changes that had to be made and the creativity that happened that has turned things around or are turning things around? Is there anything that you've learned about yourself with with all of these things happening? I think there's a couple of things. One thing was, you know, so often you're driven by the goal of getting clients work, booking work, making money. And I think during the time in the pandemic when people were doing tapes to be seen, but not necessarily for a particular job, I think it's sort of, I I fell in love with the work again, which was interesting um, and wonderful. And I also think it was nice to have a little bit of a pause or a little bit of time. And for me, I had time when working from home that I got to spend with my family, whereas before I was in an office every day and I loved working in my office. And But getting to spend that time at home and with my kids, even while getting to work, was something that was new to me and I hadn't really done before. And finding that life work balance in a new way was something that I in coming out of the pandemic now want to hold on to and I value <laughs> and treasure that. <laughs> that was going to be my next question. How do you feel about going back to the office or you know? Even during the pandemic our office is relatively small so I was still going in once a week even in you know when I would walk there and back when I wasn't getting on the trains yet. I I was going in one day a week and now I'm two days a week in the office, but it's still nice. I'm still working from home the other days. I know at some point we'll probably get back to all the time in the office, but I have really enjoyed the time working from home, getting to spend 
the time with my kids, my husband who also works from home. And so that's been something that I've really enjoyed more than I thought I would. And I do like that balance, but, but it is nice. You know, I miss sort of the day-to-day in the office with the rest of the team kind of being together. We do FaceTime, jump on Zoom, talk a lot on the phone. So it's not like we're not connected in that way, yeah. but there is something about sort of all, and I think we've all expressed it various times to each other that you miss that sort of office mm-hmm. community and friendships and you know everything that you experience on the day-to-day before this. So yeah. what would you say you're most proud of since you've begun the journey in 1999? When you look at all that has happened over the years, what would you pull out as the thing or things you're most proud of? I think overall, it's really seeing and helping the actors and artists that I work with realize their dreams. When I'm working with somebody and we spend so much time sometimes talking about their goals, what they want, what they're looking to do. And then as we achieve those or get closer or make strides towards them, that's really exciting to me. And I find that's one of the most rewarding things is seeing how the hard work that I put in, that the actors put in, when everything aligns and the opportunities that we've been working towards come about, I find that endlessly rewarding and something that makes me so happy and excited. And what is one of the things in the growth of your company or beginning of your company or some things that may have been become unexpected in terms of challenging? What are the challenges that you've had before COVID and since? Um, You know, I feel like there have been challenges during all kinds of rough times with recession and can I keep this going through downtimes or slower times or I I can think of things that have happened like when 9-11 happened and how the business then, you know, there, there was all these other things happening and the focus was sort of away from this. I mean, everybody was in shock and and grief and business slowed down. And then there's times of hurricanes or disasters or things that, you know, you just think, can we get through this? And, you know, not only worrying about my business, but the people that work for me, the artists, you know, how can we come together to, to get through some of these times? So there's challenges because I feel like a lot of people depend on me and I want to make sure that I'm coming through for them. Have you felt that reciprocated? Yes, not always, but a lot of times, yes. I feel like that's been something that's really rewarding is so many of the people that I work with are so wonderful and grateful and I enjoy talking to them and the day-to-day of interacting with them. And so I do feel like I put a lot into it, but I absolutely feel that I get so much out of it as well. That is very important. That is so very important. So I wanted to ask you, I mean, you kind of said it, but you know, when I hear about the change from an office to a home and you're sharing that home with your hubby working together. And I know you love it, but how has it been? Has it been pretty easy to be around each other? Because I've been hearing all kinds of stories. (laughs) You know, it's funny. We we get along really well. Not only do I love him, but I really like him. And I realized Uh, through the pandemic being together all the time, he is one of the easiest people to get along with and be with. And he's always helping me doing things, make me coffee in the morning, make sure I eat lunch if I'm really busy. And I just think 
it's so nice. We've laughed about it because I said I, I never knew how great it would be to be home <laughs> with you. And I've enjoyed it. And the, for, when I go back to the office, I say, I miss you today. It's weird not just having you in the other room sort of working Aww. as well. So it, it's actually been really nice. I, I think before this, I might have thought, I wonder if we get sick of each other if we spent every waking <laughs> second together. But we have not. It's actually been really good. So, so we're living in a political world right now. And that is, you know, some people say it's drawing us apart. Some people say it's making great strides, even though there's a lot of friction. What is your worldview right now? I'm always looking for the things that connect us. I agree. It's It's been a very difficult time. It's been at times really hard to navigate through. And I always want to, when talking to people and engaging with people, listen more than I speak. I think that's, as as a manager and working with artists, that's something that I that I like to do. And I feel the same way in political discussions. I, I want to listen. I want to hear what people think, what their views are. I'm open to, to listening. I'm always hopeful that we'll find ways to connect even when things seem very difficult, when issues and things are very polarizing. I'm I'm always wanting people to connect and always wanting to find common areas. Glass half full? I, I think so. Sometimes I feel like I would describe myself as a realist, not really an optimist, not really a pessimist, but then I do find myself always sort of wanting to think the best, believe the best, look on the bright side. I, I think that's where I sort of lean with things. I, I try to find the silver lining. Same here, same here. And I, I really, really wanted to speak with you because you've been part of my life now for years. I'm trying to think back how far, whether it was 2008, 2006, I'm still trying to figure that part out. But it's been for years now. And uh, you've always had a kindness to you. you. The tone of voice you always used, always that little giggle that you have, the way you spoke was always respectful. Thank you. Yes, always respectful and always this loving feel that comes out from the way you say what you say. Whenever you say, you have to say anything, you know? I always felt very, not felt, but still feel. <laughs> I always <laughs> feel very uh, comfortable with you. And I really, really appreciate you. And, and then especially in this, I've had so many things happen, you know, with my mom and then my son and that whole year of my son, with things, you know, you always were very compassionate and empathetic. And I really wanted to say thank you. And that year, 2017, you you sent me about over 30 casting in that year, because oh. I keep track. That's <laughs> great. <laughs> and That's it was great. unbelievable looking back at it all. And I'm saying that was a very important year for me. It was a very traumatic year for me. Um, not that I didn't have the other stuff with my mom, but then when that happened with my son, and then you just sort of just stepped up, and you and your team you just stepped up. And um, I'm always a, so very appreciative of that because, you know, when it comes to your child, you do what you need to do, and, and you were part of that. I just wanted you to know that. I wanted to let you know that I appreciate you. I love you for that. And I love you for still having me on your, on your list send out and this year hasn't been that bad right in terms of um bookings which it's i'm great. so grateful yeah. for you so happy whenever <laughs> whenever i can book for you i'm like so happy 
you know? I get so excited. I get so excited. I think your work is so wonderful. I feel like it's such a privilege to be able to work with you. And I, I think I also find it so wonderful how open you are and honest you are in your work as well as just in life. And I feel like I feel like I know you because you've shared so much about your personal life, your struggles when you can. And I think I'm glad to hear that the work has helped you. I find that I am always happy when somebody is going through something or dealing with things and the work can help take them out of it or be a respite from sometimes everything else that's happening. So I'm I'm really glad to hear that that was the case and that's been the case. Yes, yes. Special place in my heart. I want to thank you very, very much for your time. And I want to say to my audience, thank you very much for spending your valuable time with us today. This is Ingrid French. She's been a part of my life in a very important part of my life. And so please care to share and remember when you're on your beat, stay on the sunny, sunny side of the street safely. Be mask conscious. Ingrid, I love you very much. I love your team and Tom and Diana and, and Alex and... You know, thank you so much for, for, again, having me on your list and being so caring, really, really so caring, not only in what you do in terms of castings, but what you show in terms of your words and how you deal with me. And from what I understand in the marketplace, others, because, you know, we speak with one another, you know, <laughs> when we catch well, thank up. You. So. Thank you, Ozzy. That means so much. I, I really appreciate it. I was excited that you asked me 